Welcome to the weekly message from Rama Family Church. It is our hope that as you listen to this message, you will come to know Jesus better and be established in your faith and equipped for the work of the ministry. You can view the sermon notes and listen online at rama.org.au forward slash media. You know, this morning uh, we talk about the prayer of consecration and dedication. And um, it was really in Tony's heart about these uh, third Sunday nights of each month that we just, we teach on different kinds of prayer, but that we leave space to demonstrate those kinds of prayer. And so um, we're going to just pick up on this kind of prayer, consecration. And the word consecrate means to make and declare sacred or to set apart or dedicate to the service of God or a deity, to separate. So let's say, let's say that I'm standing here among y'all, or we could say among your friends, among everybody. And uh, this is a common, this is a common um, uh, association. To consecrate means that I would separate for the purpose of God. That's pretty interesting. So you leave the pack. There's so much uh, security in a pack. Because if you don't know what to do, you just follow somebody else. Whatever influences to the left or to the right, just follow them. But they may not take you where you're supposed to go. So following the pack isn't good. And so Jesus never, ever followed the pack. But uh, he lived a consecrated life. But then there are series of consecrations. Like, um, let's say your life is here, your regular life is here. But your destiny is up there. Well, living life here will never, ever get you there. You'll look at it. It will end up eventually, um, uh, the devil will use it even to mock you when, or condemn you. You'll look at that and you'll think, I, I'm a failure. So what people do a lot of times is they quit looking at that. They just don't look at it anymore. And they make all their life about this and following influences on this level. But what he does is he draws you to to leave this and come up. And then you find a fellowship of people on this level. You do find fellowship here. But if your destiny is there, you have to leave here too. It doesn't mean you cast anybody or you hate anybody or mean to anybody or doesn't mean like that, but that's not where um, you get your identity and your fellowship anymore. And he keeps drawing you, and it's all about consecration. And so this prayer of consecration and dedication, we were saying it this morning, we really ironed on it. The words, if it be thy will, is not a term that you put on any other kind of prayer. You do It's unscriptural. It's biblically unfounded. There is no scriptural pref. There is no scriptural basis in the New Testament for us using that terminology outside of the prayer of consecration and dedication. 
Jesus modeled it before he went to the cross, but he lived it his whole life. So I want to remind you of a time... um, Remember, he was talking to a centurion. I don't have this verse of scripture up. I'm just thinking of it now. He, a centurion, and um, and they he wanted to. Uh, the, the centurion had a servant who was sick, and um, they they uh, said this centurion is is nice. You know, nice to us. He helps us with our temple and everything. Um, you can go with him. But the centurion said, No, you don't have to come to my house. All you have to do is speak the word. Do you remember the reason why the centurion said that all Jesus had to do was speak the word? Do you remember the reason why? Yeah, he was under authority. He said to Jesus, I see that you're under authority. Now, this is before Garden of Gethsemane. This is in Jesus' ministry, his life, uh, his ministry on the earth, there was something about Jesus living under authority that gave him, we were talking about it this morning, authority. You have to feign authority. You have to pretend authority. You have to pretend um, boldness and you come up into cockiness, arrogance, narcissism, uh, all the all the wrong things that are opposite of what Jesus actually modeled. He ma- he modeled pure, unadulterated and contaminated boldness. But he got it from living under authority, under the hand of God. What could our lives look like if we were under authority? So this prayer of consecration and dedication, even though we only see Jesus praying it one time and it was right before he went to the cross, he would have actually never made it to the cross if he hadn't lived it. And I, I, I know we all realize that he wouldn't have even qualified to be the sacrifice He wouldn't have even qualified to die for us as sinners if he was a sinner too, if he hadn't lived under authority to God. So thank God he lived under authority. So we see the prayer one time, but it was a life of consecration that he lived. Praise, praise, praise the Lord. And Laura, can you put up that that slide? So last, last month, I was talking about the different kinds of prayer that we see in the Bible. And you see uh, the, these fingers of kinds of prayer working together, just like the fingers of your hand. You can use one finger at a time, but most commonly the use of your finger, uh, your fingers work collaboratively with each other. And so faith, the prayer of agreement, a supplication, which is basically requests or declarations, faith declarations over people or over a situation, intercession, standing in the, in the gap. Uh, and then uh, the two prayers here on the thumb. Uh, we'll end up talking about that. In the palm of the hand, 
then uh, what connects all the prayers together is, and what's common in all the prayers is worship. In all the prayers, you see worship. So Jenny did that. Thank you, Jenny. That really did depict exactly what I was trying to um, articulate last week. Now, the thumb, we started actually last month in talking about, um, about the prayer of casting your care. And these are personal maintenance and uh, relationship building prayers that we have all through our prayer, or all through our Christian life. If you build, um, if you build a relationship with the Lord of trust when you have cares on your life, you know, you say, we want, I want to trust the Lord. I need to trust him more. Well, one of the ways you do it is using and exercising uh, your trust muscle to cast your cares on the Lord. And so the more cares the devil seems to pitch your way actually ends up being a nice aerobic spiritual exercise. <laughs> and you develop a tremendous trust in the Lord by casting, casting your cares on him because he cares for you. You trust him. And this is always based upon his word. But another relationship with the Lord, building prayers, uh, is the prayer of consecration and dedication. These prayers are business prayers. But you notice that the thumb, the thumb works to de- together and touches every single one of your fingers. And if you're going to grab something, you want a real strong prayer life. It won't just be how loud you pray, how long you pray. It will be um, it will be a strength in those fingers. But we started with the thumb, casting your care on the Lord. Get good at it, and and you'll have lots of practice. Jesus said you'll have cares every day. Don't even worry about tomorrow because you've got enough cares today to cast on the Lord. When you get to tomorrow, you'll have other opportunity. Praise the Lord. It'll, it'll keep coming, and you can cast your care on the Lord. So, the, uh, But we're talking today, and we started this morning on the prayer of consecration and dedication. So I just wanted to say a few things, and then actually we're going, we're going to pray. This morning, I won't go over anything because I don't want to rob of the time uh, that is necessary towards prayer. And so I, I won't do that. But what I do want to do is add on a little bit to what we were saying this morning, and it, it, will, still, it will still make sense. So the prayer of consecration and dedication is when you are submitting. It's an exercise of submitting your will to the will of God. The goal in exercising of the submission of your will to the will of God isn't to make you like an amoeba where you have no will. He's, it's not like spiritual, uh, some weird ther- therapy where you just become catatonic and you have no will, you have no desire. No, God actually sovereignly gave man a will 
Jesus actually had a very strong will, but you want your will exercised just like you want your trust exercised. You want your will exercised to do the will of God, to not do your will, but to do the will of God. Well, that takes an exercise of, of a prayer of consecration and dedication. So you use this prayer on purpose. It, it comes to you to use this prayer when you have like a major crossroads in your life. But you can use it otherwise. You, can, you certainly can. You can use this prayer like you use a steering wheel. And I've used this example in, in uh, church before. But when little kids are pretending to drive a car, you know, with the car not on, how do they drive with their pretending? They're like this. They're just like this the whole... Well, if you drive like that, if, if you really did drive like that, yeah, it wouldn't be too long till you were off the road and flipped over. You can't drive like that. But on the other extreme, neither can you set the wheel and not ever move it. So for people to say, out of a passionate, you know, heart, I'm going to obey God for the rest of my life, that's pretty much like setting the wheel. I'm going to do it the rest of my life, setting my wheel. You may make it to next Tuesday. And then you end up not doing what you really want to do. It's like using a steering wheel. How often do you make adjustments in a steering wheel when you drive on a straight road? I'm talking straight. How often do you make adjustments? Well, they're not like this, but they may be slight. If there are turns in the road, real turns in the road, then you actually have to turn. If you're needing to back up, then you're making radical turns. It's that you use this prayer of consecration and dedication to the will of God to align yourself with the will of God for your life. Um, if you can go in your Bible to Acts, the 20th chapter, and um, we'll look at this and one other thing, and then I want to leave some time for you to pray. And I'm reading out of the uh, Amplified, and with Paul, you know, he said every place he, he was getting this, uh, you know, people were prophesying to him and also a witness that there was going to be imprisonment and suffering that awaited him. Verse 24 said, but none of these things move me. None of these things move me. Remember this morning we were talking about confidence and boldness. You hear it here with him. Nothing moves you. You've been around people that everything moves them. 
What their friends do move them. What they don't do moves them. The weather moves them. The news moves them. They're just moved, just moved. Okay? Jesus didn't make it to his destiny being so moved by everybody. And we won't either. And neither did Paul. He said this, None of these things move me, neither do I esteem my life dear to myself, if only I may finish my course with joy and the ministry that I have obtained, which was entrusted to me by the Lord Jesus, faithfully to attest to the good news of God's grace. So he says, he says, none of these things move me. Um, But you don't just come up into that confidence because your name is the Apostle Paul. You come into that because of this aligning with the will of God and you use this this, um, aligning and submitting to his will consciously and consistently. And um, it's not horrible. It's actually wonderful and it sets you free from what everybody else is doing. I feel I feel so sad when people that have followed great men of God, wonderful people of God, and that person of God fails and falls. It moves them. But when you have your own thing happening, the whole world can shift. And you're going to be solid because you're not connected to every other thing. You're connected to him primarily. Isn't, isn't that what we want? We want to make it to the end. We want to make it solid. Now, I want to just say this one last thing. You know, because um, I was thinking about it this afternoon. Um, some that, somebody that was a mentor in, in my own life, of course, my parents, I listened to them pray, and the people, elders of our church, I listened to them pray. I heard them pray these kind of prayers. I heard my mom and dad pray these kind of prayers. Uh, and then uh, I heard um, Brother Hagen pray these kinds of prayers. And I was reminded, I really believe in the Lord, I was reminded because people uh, know him for praying the prayer of faith. Teaching on the prayer of faith or praying in faith. And he, and of course, did and all the time did. But I was thankful that I got to pray with him um, in his home. And in private. And you know what prayer he prayed a lot in private? It was the prayer of consecration and dedication. Often with tears. It's amazing how to, to keep a tender heart to God can make you bold to the devil and to anything that tries to come against. It will make you bold there, but at the same time, real tender to God, and in a second, you can cry. His presence will just just get you. It's beyond emotion. It's, It's heart. He touches your heart. So I heard him say, I can't, I can't even count the times. Most of the prayer times that were more in private were 
he would go through areas of his life. The reason I'm telling you this is I'm setting up a time for us to pray tonight. And he would ask God what God thought about different areas of his life. Father, as far as I know, I'm doing, I'm doing what I know to do in this area. If there's anything I can do differently, I want you to, to help me. I want you to t- show me what it is. I'm submitted under your will. <laughs> Just so clean. He'd make plans. These are the plans and these are the reasons why I'm doing these plans. But if there's a motive that I'm doing it that is, isn't right, you know and I submit to you for the keeping of my heart. Tonight what I'd like us to do with the prayer of consecration and dedication, some of you may have huge decisions in your life whether you do or not, all of us have life. All of us are traveling on our own road. And let's practice this prayer of consecration and dedication. This is not a corporate prayer. Nobody can pray this prayer for you. I've tried to consecrate Tony. Oh, God, I consecrate. (laughs) This morning we had dedication, you know, and Benny and Eva dedicated their little one and, and, and eight other people dedicated their babies to the Lord. And that's when, that's when in Scripture there is a scriptural precedent that parents have a right in God to present their children to the Lord, dedicate their children to the Lord. The child didn't even know it has no will in it at all. But when you come up into a place of knowing, then no one else can present you. No one else can force a consecration. No one. It has to be your own heart. So we're going to do, we're going to just do that, okay? Praise the Lord. And so... um, Uh, We're going to just sing a couple songs, and then I'd like you just to take the rest of the time, find your own rock in Gethsemane, (laughs) and you can get down and pray. One thing in all the songs that have been written about consecration, I know Darlene wrote that one that we sang, we started off with, you don't even know to sing those kind of songs unless you're at a rock of Gethsemane someplace because that's where the songs come or you're in a place of humbling under his hand those songs come so um, we're going to just sing a couple consecration songs and then it's your turn I'm going to ask Jenny to sing. Uh, Here's a song. I asked Anna to sing this. This song came to her from one of those places. And you can just close your eyes because it's a prayer. It's a prayer.
this is the time. Go ahead and find your place. I surrender Jesus' example and kneel.
this in my heart you can just stay where you are just stay where you are keep your eyes closed bowing your will to the will of the master will enable you to never bow to any other thing. To the degree that you bow your will to the Lord will be to the degree that you will never bow to another. To surrender and tap out your will to the master 
will enable you and align you with his grace and ability to never surrender to any other influence. Surrendering to him is surrendering to his word. Surrendering to his ways that are revealed in his word and by the Holy Spirit. Surrendering to him will surrender your tongue. Surrendering to him will surrender your thought life. Surrendering to him will surrender every attitude that could only be seen by only him. So Jesus said in the days leading up to the cross, he said, the prince of this world has come and he has nothing in me, nothing. (laughs) And that will be our testimony in a surrendered life. All belongs to God. Nothing belongs to the enemy of our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands and praise Him. Praise Him. Praise the one we call Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You're the Lord. with God. Oh, 
kingdom business. It's powerful. But I don't like to skip these. I don't like to skip that thumb. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I'd just like you to know, um, I've asked uh, for Herman and Adriana and Lynette and uh, Emily uh, are sitting here. And there'll be others as well, but they're the ones I've had opportunity to talk to. And they've been in prayer groups and um, um, just for being a coach. You know, we have a lot of prayer groups in our church and going to have more. I'm in prayer groups. I ha- I'm in um, um, a prayer group that, you know, we've been meeting for over 15 years. And then another connect group that I have, we just have been dis- talking today, and there's a desire to pray. It's um, thank God for fellowship, but there's this uh, sense of we need to do business with God. So... I love, I love that. And so, but if, if there is just a desire to have like a personal coach in prayer, I've asked for um, these guys to make themselves available, which, or I ask them if they would be willing to, and you can just talk with them, not only tonight, but any, any time, or if you know of somebody that just would like a personal coach in prayer, uh, what I like about praying, uh, about, um, about the how would you call the style of prayer that that they will coach in is praying the word praying the word and as I'm looking across here pretty much I'm looking at people who pray the word (laughs) this is a praying the word church I love it I love it and so but if you know of somebody who would just like to have a prayer coach um, I know Charlene was coached uh, with Lynette and um, uh, yeah she wouldn't she wouldn't let her get schlumpy at all she just stayed right on her like a sergeant would call her and say come on let's go let's do this and Charlene said I'll do it you know I'll do it and she said no we're doing it now we're gonna just pray the word so sometimes you just need somebody just be just a coach and just help you get there you don't be sloppy. So if you know of somebody, I just thank God. I just, I, I love uh, that we do have prayer groups, but I love, honestly, when I'm looking across here, there's just so many people to prayer. I know you pray. <laughs> so good. Let's stand up. Thank you, Jesus. So when you pray, are you guys all seeing, um, you're seeing that God is is moving by his spirit and that great things are in the making that some things are really really uh, heating up in the Lord answers for individual people but also a great move of God that we get to be a part of Uh, Tony's got an announcement to make but can we just praise him lift up your voice right now and just praise the one that we, we call Lord Jesus we worship you tonight We worship you. (laughs) Oh, how precious you are. How how good you are. How good it is to be in your presence. How good it is. 
Hallelujah. And I love that you said to me tonight that in this kind of prayer, it activates changes in our life because we've given you the right to change things. Amen. To change our thinking, to change our attitudes, to change situations. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you would like more information or resources on this or other topics, or if you would like to sow into this ministry financially to help us share messages just like this one each week, please visit our website at brainer.org.au.